What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Assist P. My name is Ryan Williams, and I'm here to help you on your cyber journey. Uh, so last week, there was no episode of Ask Assist P. I had a phenomenal uh, interview with uh, Ms. Hollins. She's a VCISO. She had lots of wisdom to share with the, uh, the, the group, with the audience, those both watching and listening. So if you're not doing so, please subscribe either way. If you're on uh, YouTube watching these videos, please uh, like, click the, the, the thumbs up button, subscribe, hit the bell, all that cool stuff. If you're watching on LinkedIn, uh, then just continue to, uh, you know, to, to follow me on my, uh, my journeys. I make more content and ask your questions. Most of the questions are filtered from LinkedIn. Uh, if you're on somewhere else and you're seeing this, by all means, uh, go to one of those places, either subscribe to the podcast, the other side of the firewall.com, or that's the website. The podcast is just the other side of the firewall. Uh, where you can listen to me and uh, Shannon and LaVon talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who have made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall, like Ms. Hollins, like Ms. Pierre, uh, and then whomever we can get on the show in the uh, the future. So that's what we're here to do. Uh, so in this case, you see I'm dressed down today, right? Usually I put on like a polo or a shirt or something like that, but your boy is tired. So uh, I, I put on my uh, my sleep shirt. I'm about to call it a night, but I'll be remiss if I didn't release this episode because uh, a gentleman named Derek reached out to me and I, I definitely wanted to answer his question. So funny story. He asked the question. I read it completely wrong. I answered him in a very like a paragraph long text. And then I reread his question. I was like, I answered that completely backwards. So Derek's question is, uh, first, thank you, Derek, for uh, for asking the question uh, and for for listening to the uh, the show. He says, uh, "I just switched from database uh, administration to cybersecurity and have managed to get some certifications, but how to transition into the real world is the issue. How can I break through with the certifications uh, and less experience, less experience in cybersecurity?" So uh, when I saw the uh, database. The data portion, I was thinking data science. I started talking about um, uh, CSDS, which is the cybersecurity data uh, science, like it's like emerging field where they take analytics and they, machine learning. And uh, basically I sound like a crazy person. But when I dug into Derek's profile, I was like, oh, he means database administration, which still IT, right? Uh, so he has those connections with IT. He's been around cybersecurity for a while, even though those two things are separate, right? Cybersecurity and IT uh, coexist and they, they mingle a lot, but he's looking for a cybersecurity um, position. So I see he's already doing some cybersecurity work, but maybe he is, you know, just trying to get deeper into cybersecurity and also see he's a database administrator. Uh, and he has his master's in cybersecurity uh, management and policy. So he, he's doing a thing over here. And then when I dug into his certifications, I saw he, he has a pretty good baseline, right? So he has his uh, security plus, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, he also has his uh, certified network defense architecture, his CEH, uh, and then certified in risk and information systems uh, controls. So it, he has you know, a really good foundation uh, but the reason I said I'll talk about cyber or talk about security plus in a minute is because uh, so that's like a really good baseline. I, I, I suggest that people uh, who are interested in cybersecurity who don't have a lot of experience, they start with uh, security plus only because 
is such a, a wide range of information that you receive, as well as it qualifies you for a lot of positions. Uh, and the reason I, I want to stress it is because he, uh, he lives in Maryland, right? So whether it be the North Capital Region or just around a base, having that security plus is already a, a foot in the door. Um, and the reason I bring that up specifically for Derek is uh, uh, a great way to build experience and also uh, the potential to start branching uh, career path is DOD contracting, right? So uh, a lot of people get out of the military and then they go straight into DOD contracting or become a GS civilian or uh, they might go to the private sector. But living in that area, you can definitely find uh a lot of cybersecurity jobs that only require what they call 8570, right? So the DOD baseline, and I should put this in the uh, the, the link beneath uh, when you guys watch the video. But if you go to a website called public.cyber.mil and you look up their DOD approved 8570 baseline, there's three different levels. Like 8570 is changing, the name, name of convention is gonna change. I'm sure some of the structure is going to change as well, but as of right now, to my understanding, you have level one, which is typically your net plus. You have level two, which is your security plus, and there's other stuff in there too, like CEH uh, and things of that nature. It used to be like uh, CCNA security used to be in there, uh, but there's a pretty long list. And then you have your tier three, which your tier three is, uh, it could be your CISM, so your uh, CIS CISM, it could be your CHFI or it could be your uh, CISP, and then there's different levels and tiers within that, and then different things you're qualified for. But I say a lot of words to say that Security Plus is your foot in the door. So you have IT experience, you have your Security Plus, as well as your CEH, so that's another level up, uh, as well as uh, your, I don't want to pronounce this wrong, uh, C-R-I-S-C, so you're certified in risk and information system control. So what I would recommend is that you either go through LinkedIn or some other job searching uh, uh, system and you type in uh, cybersecurity and then you type in, uh, in your case, if you're still in the area of Maryland or the Baltimore DC Metro or something like that, and start looking at DOD uh, contracting jobs because it is definitely a good foot in the door. Obviously, if it has a security uh, clearance requirement, then uh, someone who already has one, like a member who has separated or has retired, would be a little bit more of a shoe in for that type of position. But I don't say I'd discourage you uh, because if they can't find a qualified candidate, you may be able to also net a security clearance as long as you, you know, you pass everything, which I'm sure you'd be fine. But check that out. Like, again, for uh, a lot of people, like that security plus is pretty powerful, especially when it comes to uh, working for the Department of Defense as of right now. Again, things are going to change, uh, but I don't think security plus is going to go away because uh, I've had mine for, I got mine in 2010. So 11 years now, and I will probably renew it even though I have higher research. So I'm, you know, tier three, CISP, all that good stuff. But, you know, you can teach boot camps. Uh, you can uh, use it as a good baseline. You, you can do a lot of things with it, uh, even though you might have something that's a, a level up. Because what if they don't want a CISP? I still have that security plus. So, uh, but, you know, just keep trying. Ask me more questions. If you're out there in the audience, please ask me questions. I love to answer them. Uh, I can sit here and ramble all day. And, uh, you know, Akuna Matata, right? It means no worries. 
So hit me up. I would love to talk to you. Stay safe. Stay secure. Peace.